Hello coders, welcome to another episode of the How to Code Well podcast. Today we're going to be talking about WordPress and how to get your WordPress site off of PHP 7.4 because a stat that uh, has surprised me is that 47% of WordPress sites are on PHP 7.4 and yet 59% of WordPress sites are on version 6.3 of WordPress and 6.3 of WordPress is PHP 8 beta ready. In fact, WordPress was beta ready for PHP 8 way back in uh, WordPress 5.6. So this 59% of all WordPress sites that are on WordPress 6.3, they could be bumped up to PHP 8. We're going to be talking about what the beta in air quotes means. We're going to talk about how one does an upgrade of, of WordPress. I want to talk about WordPress because there was a couple of comments in my last PHP podcast, which kind of ruffled a couple of feathers perhaps. So we'll go through some of the comments first, just the general questions and answers and, and comments of the previous podcast episodes. And then we'll talk about, we'll get into the WordPress stuff. Okay. First of all, Amiga Workbench 720 on the last episode, episode 195, which was what's new in PHP 8.3. Amiga says, you think PHP uh, needs so much object-orientated programming stuff. PHP today is WordPress and you don't need much or any OOP in WordPress. So you don't need much OOP in WordPress is kind of correct. But I disagree about PHP today is just WordPress. PHP is far more than WordPress. He goes on to say, personally, I want scheduler cron extensions in PHP or anything that is needed in, in the WordPress world. WordPress is huge in terms of the PHP ecosystem, so you can't dismiss WordPress. Personally, I want to get a scheduler cron extension in PHP or anything that is needed in the WordPress world. So for those kind of things, I would perhaps use things like SQS, uh, you know, AWS uh, services for sending messages and using sort of like maybe an event sourcing sort of architecture and writing my own cron based stuff. And perhaps I wouldn't even deal with that in PHP. I would probably just have that in a Docker image somewhere that dealt with uh, cron jobs and maybe hooked into Symfony, the Symfony console. Um, that fired off those cron jobs if it was in PHP. He then goes on, I, I say PHP is much, much more than WordPress. And then uh, the chat goes on to say, let's be real, numbers don't lie. People should realize that PHP is WordPress and that is not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. I totally agree with that. WordPress has done some really great things for the PHP ecosystem. And also, as we'll get into, WordPress is also... <laughs> Um, it's a big beast. It's a big, big beast. And along with that big beast comes along a, a lot of third party plugins and so forth. And so it's got a big, it's got a, a big weight that needs to be moved whenever the versions upgrade. We'll get into that in a minute. Uh, so realistically, realistically for proper web application, uh, backend, everyone will, should choose Python. And in my opinion, better learn, view or react instead of going deep into PHP or its frameworks. Again, 
I disagree with that because with PHP, with their frameworks and the way PHP is going with um, PHP 8.3, you know, PHP 8.x, I guess, um, it's becoming far more um, type safe. It's becoming far more pleasant to use compared to what it was back in the five, six days. And for me, it's making my life as a PHP developer working on these specialist applications. And I say specialists like they're niche or unique. They're not. There are loads of these things out there. Loads of clients have PHP uh, sites that use Ecom. And it's making those, building those, developing those a lot easier because PHP is maturing. And so are those systems maturing at the same time. I want to go on to another comment. So this is in the uh, Hamza Shah 9529 says superb buddy on the PHP CLI tutorial. Uh, that is how to discover PHP features. I'll put links to all of these comments and videos in the show notes below. So thank you very much for that. That was, uh, I, I enjoyed doing that tutorial. So that was a PHP command line tutorial that I did where I was teaching you how to discover PHP features using the PHP command line. Very, very awesome thing to learn. Okay, Ed Weenie 1011 said in my um, 194 episode, should you still use TypeScript? Says, now nah, when your devs are good, you don't need TypeScript. You have a bunch of bad devs. TypeScript, when you have a bunch of bad devs, TypeScript, TypeScript becomes any script. So I kind of... I, I said here, I, I disagree with this. TypeScript is a tool that both good and bad devs should learn to use. So yeah, I stick by what I've just said, but I kind of agree that bad devs would just use any script. But I see that as um, if you use any, uh, and I guess this is what you're referring to. So if you use the any keyword in TypeScript, then that means that any type can be used for whatever that definition is, right? which is a bad thing. It just, you may not use TypeScript if that's what you're going to use it for. However, if you put in any and you keep doing that, you then have a metric of how many places you have any. And usually nine times out of 10, if you can't think of the correct, or if you can't put in the correct type, it kind of alludes to a code smell in your architecture. So having those any keywords in your TypeScript kind of pushes you to clean up your architecture of your code. And it actually shows you those parts of your code that should be cleaned up, right? So actually, not all bad devs use any. Actually, it's good devs use it as a place to identify where things should be tidied up. And what I've seen before is places where they put in any or something uh, like mixed, for example, if you're in PHP land. And if that is a genuine problem, as in if that is the only solution you can you can put down, then maybe attach that with a comment with a Jira ticket number to it, you know, to say that that is technical debt and you will fix that up at some point. These tools that we use are great for showing us or indicating where these code smells are 
and TypeScript is one of those tools. Of course, there are places where any the any keyword or the mixed keyword, if you're dealing with PHP, that are genuine, right? So you genuinely need to use those things. But as a PHP developer, you need to be able, be able to justify that. I f I feel, you know, why I why is it mixed? Why is it any that kind of thing? So on your rainy days, you could go through your architecture and find out how many places you have any in your code and then see if you can fix that up. So let's get into WordPress and how you can upgrade your WordPress website from PHP 7.4 to PHP 8 point whatever. And PHP 8.3 is coming out um, in November. So it's a good time to jump on the PHP 8 bandwagon. So as I said, as I mentioned at the start of this show, 47% of WordPress sites are on PHP 7.4 and 59% of WordPress sites are on WordPress version 6.3 and WordPress 5.6 was able to be PHP 8. Now they say beta. What on earth does beta in the WordPress world mean? When you speak to clients and say, oh, I'm going to put some beta software on to your, uh, your application, they run a mile and quite rightly so. But in terms of WordPress, it's a slightly different kettle of fish. And that is because, or partly because, WordPress has something in the region of 60,000 60, plugins. And so you can't push WordPress to run off of PHP 8.1, 8.2, if the majority of your plugins of WordPress, the majority of those 60,000 plugins don't run off of PHP uh, 8 point whatever. So even if you're not using any plugins of WordPress, or even if you're using plugins of WordPress that have already been upgraded to PHP 8, you're still having to use uh, WordPress that has this label of beta on it for PHP 8. And this is a conversation that you have to have with your client because you, you kind of have to do this educational piece. And it's like, yeah, but we don't use these plugins that aren't that are only for PHP 7.4. Maybe they've just died in PHP 5.6 land. Maybe they've been rebuilt. But because the whole WordPress community just don't, doesn't have the time to audit and push these plugin authors to upgrade their stuff, then they are forced to have this beta label on. Until the majority of those plugins are PHP 8 plus, then they have to have this beta label. Which means that I, I don't want to say the majority of, but I would imagine most people can have PHP 8 on their WordPress sites. So that's what the beta means in the WordPress world. It's because of the majority of the plugins that they use. The WordPress core itself is pretty much good to go. You will get deprecations. You will get warnings. But there are things that you can do before you do the upgrade to ensure that your application 
runs stably. Stably, is that a word? <laughs> so the first thing I would do, and this kind of goes, this ties very close to upgrades of the PHP version, is getting off of shared hosting. Usually what happens is when PHP upgrades happen, you also start looking at where your site is hosted. Now, if you're on shared hosting, then perhaps your your hands are tied because it's shared hosting and the shared hoster, the hosting company, is going to use the smallest version that they can possibly get away with because they have to deal with X amount of hundreds of sites. And you're just this one small site or a site that they have to deal with. And so you have to upgrade your WordPress site along with everybody else. <laughs> and that means that you are constrained, you're restricted. You don't have ownership over the PHP version. You may not even have ownership of the any directories, the sorry, any directives of uh, your settings. Maybe you have to just use whatever is available for that shared hoster. So the first thing I would do is see if you can get off of shared hosting, maybe buying it on a VPS, but keep it on the version of PHP that you're currently using on the shared hosting. And so it's more of a easier transition, right? But it means that once you're ready, you can bump it up to uh, another version of PHP. And this is a great time to Dockerize your, containerize your application. It doesn't need to be Docker, just containerize your app. That would be amazing because then you, it's, it's easier to change the version of PHP when you get to that. Now, listen, this is how I would upgrade any site, right? This doesn't have to be with WordPress. So what I would do, get off of shared hosting, own your own hosting uh, platform, and then, or wherever you put your, put the thing, own the box, right? Own the house in which you're living in, and then dockerize it, containerize it if it isn't, right? Because then you can create an image that is the image that you, you currently need and the image that you want. And then you've got something to change uh, and check. Also make sure that you have tests, sufficient tests on your, you see your acceptance tests, your unit tests, as many tests as you possibly can have that has the largest area covered, right? Acceptance tests are great for this. So use something like Cypress, like which is the JavaScript testing framework, or perhaps some Selenium, just something that you can run a bunch of pages across, some user features, and just make sure that you have a, an early feedback loop when things go wrong, because you don't want to be discovering any bad things happening in production. Okay, so once you've got those things in play, we haven't even done any upgrading yet. Once you've got those things in play, it's then to, it's time to work out whether or not you can or cannot upgrade to a different version of PHP. One thing I would uh, focus on is to upgrade WordPress. So if you're on, if you're one of these sites that are still using a very old version of WordPress, then I would try and upgrade WordPress as much as you can. Now, this is going to have to be a bit of a trade-off between the WordPress core and the plugins. So you have to make sure that your plugins are up to date. So perhaps you need to go through a cycle of updating your plugins 
and then updating WordPress, updating your plugins, then updating WordPress, updating your plugins, and then updating WordPress. In terms of the agileness of all of this, you probably need to do some proof of concepts. You need to do some spikes. You need to determine whether or not these things can happen and the order in which you can do it. Don't just go, okay, we're going to upgrade from WordPress, I don't know, 5.6 all the way up to 6.3, just like this, and not even consider the impact you may have with your plugins. You also need to take a look at the version compatibility of your databases as well and see if they need to be upgraded. And also, also throughout all of this, back up <laughs> everything. Okay, then what you can do is use things like Rector. Okay, so Rector will check if you can upgrade to different versions of, of bits and pieces and will offer you suggest changes that you have to do. What I would suggest you do is run that across your custom code and then also run that across the WordPress core. All right. Don't just believe that they're putting out that this version of WordPress can run on WordPress 8. Discover that for yourself. Make sure that you have that green tick in your command line. <laughs> There's also other things that you can use. So PHP compatibility checker, right? So that's um, PHP code sniffer with the pat PHP compatibility uh, check. I think it's a plugin. And that's really helpful because that will then check your code against PHP uh, breaking changes. So that's really, really helpful. Whilst you're getting on with this, and I know I've kind of, I'm not really giving much of a timeline. It really depends on the project as to like, you know, when you do these things in which order, but you want to make sure that you are looking at your plugins and you're looking at your themes and you are making conscious decisions as to, do I really need this? Or is this a plugin that I installed two years ago and we don't actually use? Or in fact, actually, we could build that ourselves. Have those decisions, have those 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 uh, talking points, right? Because now is the time to really minimize the footprint of your application. The smaller the footprint, yeah, the smaller the footprint of your application, the smaller the amount of code that you need to upgrade. And we're talking about WordPress here, so we're talking about other people's code, <laughs> not just yours, because it's plugins, it's themes. And another thing that I don't understand when I see WordPress sites is why they have 10 themes installed and yet they're only using one. <laughs> I mean, come on, just remove the themes that you're not using at the current at your, the current time, right? Now, this may take a long, long time to do because you're probably listening to this and going, well, Pete, I don't have any tests, right? I don't know what Rector is, and I have no idea what this PHP compatibility tool you're talking about is. And yes, I have all of these themes, but you know, I change them because of the seasons. Maybe I have a Halloween theme, and then maybe I have a Christmas theme and whatnot. And yeah, all of these plugins that we've got, maybe I do want to use all of this stuff. So you have to, as a developer, you have to really think about the goal here. This is upgrading your stuff. And so you really do need to take into account of all the things that you're upgrading along with you, right? And the, the, the more code that you do not own, 
the 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 more chances things may break because you don't have ownership of that another thing that i haven't actually got in my notes but it might be worth doing is seeing if you can use tools like composer to actually install your themes and your plugins correct me hopefully in the comments but i think it's w P packagist or something like that you know packagist for um composer packages there there is an equivalent for wordpress themes and plugins so i would see if you can convert your application to use composer rather than point and click you know see if you can take more ownership over the configuration of your application so this sounds like a huge amount of work to do and it and it is and it is we're talking a lot a lot of work and this is one of the challenges as a php dev or any other web developer is the fact that you have to kind of convince your client that this is a good thing <laughs> that upgrading your the, the thing and not actually providing any extra benefit or features to the clients and your customers right upgrading is a good thing upgrading is something that we have to do for one it's a security concern okay so don't be running on php 5.6 try not to be running on 7.4 because that's dead and then move up to php 8 as much as you can as much as you can and this is very painful for those that haven't upgraded for a long time. But once you have upgraded, it's then easier to then upgrade again because you've got all of these things in place. Perhaps, for example, you have to do some testing. You have to write some tests. But once you've written those tests, they're there. And perhaps you have to move off of shared hosting to your own private VPS. But once that's done, it's done. Perhaps you have to create your own Docker images for these things. But once that Docker image is built, it's built. So perhaps you have to change your build tools. Perhaps you're going to add in a continual integration pipeline. Perhaps you're going to be looking at reducing the amount of plugins and themes you've got. All of this is time consuming. You have to come up with proof of concepts. You have to come up with spikes. You have to come up with some sort of investigations. But once that's done, it's done and you end up with a nice lightweight application that can be upgraded easier again. Now, look, you can probably take a lot of this from other frameworks, Laravel, Symfony, all of that stuff, right? This, this has kind of mutated into something that isn't just WordPress. This is how I would probably upgrade most things. And uh, if you've got any comments, questions, if you've got any ideas better ideas of how to upgrade wordpress or if you've got a up a wordpress upgrade horror story that you want to talk about because it's halloween then please put that down in the comments section below maybe we will have a halloween episode who knows anyway thank you ever so much for listening or watching on the youtubes happy coding everyone and i'll see you again next time cheers bye bye